If you're easily offended, jokes are you. If you secretly hate women, jokes are you. It's Tally, Mel, and Lauren talking about whoring, how not to be boring. Yeah, get into the harmonization. Yes, it was three I came parts. In with a... it was One more time. One more time. Go ahead. Do it again so we can show the kids how we harmonize. No, I, I just want your part. Yeah, I just want to hear the part. Uh-huh. Hi. 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 Girl. Challenge. Oh, let me turn my fan off before y'all get to this um feedback real I'm quick. I'm going to turn shit off. I'm sitting here. Johnny Bananas and Frank is crying on my TV like. Shit off. I t- I've been I paid for CBS on act um CBS all accident on accident so oh, I'm okay. using my subscription to watch all of the old episodes of the MTV challenges. Which fun fact, did y'all know that is the first competitive reality TV show? Like there would be no Survivor, no Naked and Afraid, no all that shit without the real world world rules challenges. So well, yeah, absolutely. I thought we all knew that that was the pioneering moment. I did not realize that shit started in the nineties. Mm-hmm. You said you just have the epiphany that the challenges wrote rules versus real world. They know that they were the first like competition reality show. Like that shit started in the nineties. Oh, they have been on there forever. Like these niggas make a living off of like jumping from beam to beam. I don't know why I ever aspired to go to college. I should have aspired to be on the real world or world rules and then just got picked up for the challenge. But you know what I want to do one day? And I, I wish there was just like an amateur or like they had somebody doing it on the side for like reference. I would love to do wipeout, but I don't have any expectations to win. I just want to be there. And no, I'm not a good enough swimmer to fall off some dumb shit into water like that. Like no. yeah, wipeout has chaotic falls. Like you smack into a ball then you yeah, like the big, the little arm comes and then just, yeah. But you know, I'm a, I'm a glutton for punishment. So I'm sure that I would have no issue with that. That actually seems really fun to me. Mel, what yeah. would your show be that you went on? Your competition or your fucking reality competition show? Yeah, I always think of like what my show would be. Cause like I'd be on Bad Girls Club, but like I, I wouldn't be that entertaining and I'm not finna fight hoes. Like that's the whole show. So yeah, I know. Bad Girls Club. Well, you know what? I'd be it's like, it sounds like you want to be on the, the, Regular girls club. Good girls club. The good like, girls I'm a bitch. Club. I can give you bitch and drama, but I'm not finna like put fucking oatmeal on bitches' clothes. Like, you know, I will be like the Tierra. Like Tierra didn't fight fight. Did she get in the fight? I'm trying to she think. She fought a lot, but she wasn't, she wasn't like she wasn't looking for trouble. She was just there with it if you want to she fight. if she had to. There was a lot of bitches that didn't fight that orchestrated fights and then have friends that fight. Yeah. So you could just do that. And then the Bad Girls Club had their own challenges. They did like their own like reality style Bad Girls Club competitions. So I definitely do it like a flavor of love type show. But back when it was more organic, because yeah. then we just wanted to get on there just to get on there. It's like, all right, bitch, you don't even act like you like flavor, at least pretend. Well, Chance, oh, you know open. what? Liking flavor flavor, you got to really be like an intense bitch to like flavor flavor. 
he was also so much older than them. That's like now if they asked us to go on there and, and try to get with Big Daddy Kane, like it's going to be a lot of bitches in their early 20s that are like, they're going to go on there like, I love Big Daddy Kane. They don't know. It should have been a much bigger red flag though, honestly, because that nigga was like 46 and Autumn Girls is 23. I, exactly. They don't know who fucking flavored public enemy. Are you serious? Them bitches, they never heard of these niggas. Fight what power? We're young hoes and we heard we could be on TV. And I'm not mad. That's not fucking Charlotte Ruth's dresses every fucking Sunday night. I mean, that would be my dying shame that I, in my 20s, got on TV and kissed Flavor Flav in the mouth. That is just some shit you cannot I don't want to be famous that bad, but if they had one for like Alan Payne of love, I'm going on that bitch. Who the hell is Alan Payne? <laughs> bitch, Jason's lyric. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I'm okay. going on okay. fucking okay. Alan Payne of love. Yes, the fuck I, I am. I be a crusty nigga. Like the fact that Bow Wow doesn't have one yet. Bow Wow is going to have the next wave of Flavor Flav S dating shows if somebody's smart and the bitches will turn up because he still has, you know, shreds of fame because he's Bow Wow. He's decent looking enough for these hoes. I mean, they kiss Flavor Flav and there will be mess because he's a messy bitch. Like, let me tell you something about Boward Woward. He is so lame. He is just so grossly lame that it's just like, even though you, if you erase the lameness, he is still a, a a smidgen of handsome. And, you know, you had those albums, you really did it for the culture. You know, if you were not such a lame ass bitch, you would be perfect. But when he's such a stop, lame. When did y'all stop crushing on Lil Bow Wow? Because there was a time everybody thought he was fine. Even if you like Romeo, they were both fine. Let's yeah. all to the pool punt. Pool. I was a Romeo girl because Romeo was more closer to my age, you know? And I was like, you know, let me, you know, come down a weight class or whatever. But I did meet Bow Wow in the airport. He was eating ice cream and he gave me his autograph in like 2003. I stopped having a crush on Bow Wow. Me and my mom went to the Scream tour together and everybody that got on stage, she was just like dancing really hard. And she seemed to be having a more like a better time than I was. And I was just like, yeah, I have to let these, these things go now. Because <laughs> my mom was having the time of her life at that Which time. Which one? Was it the one when him and Omarion were late and they had the that video? Was, that was a good time. That no. was a great time. No, no, no. Oh, I loved it. Because so the Scream Tour, I didn't get to go to the actual Scream Tour, my mom, but we went to Tom Jordan's family reunion. And that's when they, he, would, he would rent out Disney World. And you then, got a black ass family, Melanie. If you're yeah. going to Tom Joyner's family reunion, you're not even that Tom is actual family reunion. He would like he would have the Tom Joyner cruise. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm like the video going to the dentist. What is the Tom Joyner morning show? They speak my mom whenever my mom had to take me to an appointment. That's oh, what oh, oh. No, well, yeah. So he used, to, he used to rent out Disney World, and you know, living in Miami, that was like four hours away. That's nothing. We could go to Orlando for nothing. And for the kids, he would always have like some teenager type stuff. So the screen tour came, but Pretty Ricky couldn't come because it was too nasty. And then Marcus Houston, who's nasty, on Naked. And that was like his biggest song at the time. But it was still a good time because B5 was there, Bow Wow, Bobby Valentino. Not Bobby Valentino, child. Doing his song. You know, this is crazy because this actually all ties into my joke of the week. Okay, what's your joke of the week, friend? Go on. My joke of the week is the Icebox video by Omarion. Take a tour with me, friends. If you, and I know it seems like with Solange, who let's talk about it. That's why it's my joke of the week. So I was revisiting the Icebox video by mistake, just making sure I still know the choreography because um, it started talking about Jay Smooth and somehow we ended up on a Marion. Shout out to Jay Smooth. Also, did you know Jay Smooth, that girl he was humping in the videos is his cousin? 
Get out of here. Get out of town. No. It's not cool. It's not cool once you find out. When he was picking her up and put his head in her coochie, that's cousin. That was not his cousin. That's his cousin. I'm plugged in, Mel. The streets told me. How did you find that out? Because I need to know that this is actually, like, factually true before I throw up. I'll have to send you guys the thing. But regardless, so the Icebox video. I'm watching the video. And I never really realized what was going on. So if you watch the video, Omarion's chasing Solange. He's like, girl, I really want to work this out. I'm tired of fighting. She's like, okay, come on, make your choice, nigga. So he performs in front of this car like, bitch, I don't want to be stuck up in this cold, cold world. I don't, I, I need you, bitch. Said I don't want to be. He took his jacket off. I pick you. Gets in the car with Timbaland. He picked Timbaland. <laughs> <laughs> Marion was in love with fucking Timbaland, who sits in a I, who sits in a car going, "I'm so cold, I'm so cold." The whole time, turn the heat on, nigga. It's a new car. It was right in front of our eyes, bro. Omarion tried to tell us like Timbaland is my nigga. Fuck what Solange is just talking about. I love <laughs> this nigga. Ride or die for this nigga. I'm a slide for this nigga. And um, my joke of the week is that you know I just I never noticed, never noticed. Thank you, Lauren, for that. Um, you know, I'm gonna watch the Icebox video as soon as we finish this bitch. I'm gonna absolutely not. Funny. Um, my joke of the week is my hair. It has taken me three business days to finish these locks. Um, and mostly what slowed me up is I had a headache because my medicine gave me a headache, so I couldn't really, you know, work like I wanted to. And my sister got, put a lot of parts in my head. I had literally exactly enough hair to finish my hair, but it took too fucking long, and my shit don't like none of them bitches on YouTube. So I got to go back and fix it. But, you know, I hope it just gives that bitch eventually once it thaws out a little bit. Um, I'm tired. I have watched the first two seasons of Sex in the City doing my hair. Is the hair the type you're supposed to dip in hot water or no? No. Okay. I have to unpopular opinion. Sex in the City is boring. I'm sorry. So I'd be the only one. Y'all got me on this one. And also not even just Sex in the City. Also girls. Boring white lesbians yawn i never gave girls a chance so i don't know about that but sex in the city is one of those things where like you just really have to be in the space to watch it and you really just have to like choose to not be irritated by like whiteness and white privilege in order to enjoy it so yeah here are my takeaways i've watched both movies a million times so i'm familiar with the foundation of the show what i got from the show itself from watching it from the beginning white people be fucking living White woman be fucking. I'm sitting here I'm like, y'all bitches done racked up more bodies than S- Serena and Blair ever could mm-hmm. in these first two seasons. Y'all got all boyfriends, all these boyfriends every other episode. But even in high school and stuff like that, white girls get to be hoes. That's why I was hanging out. Yeah, they really get to be hoes. Like, we think we be hoes, but they they be hoes. No, they white bitches get to do whatever they want, especially like in like college and early 20s. What? Not even if they married and all of that, they baby daddy don't leave them or nothing. It's just like, what the fuck? They baby daddy's brothers. Black people get excommunicated for shit like that. Even I mean, though you, mind, you might fuck around and get shot for some shit like that. For real. And white girls, and they'll show up to the family reunion like, well, I used to date Dave. Now I'm with Dale. <laughs> and I'm like, e bitch, turn up. And they do whatever, like showing their titties in public. Like it's just well, I can't say that. I can't say, I can't say I'm above that. that. I think I'm a white woman this whole time. That's funny. Um, but no, I'm just watching, like, wow, white women be living. And and it's like Who's your favorite? My favorite, you know, watching the movie, Samantha was always my favorite, but I think Miranda's my favorite from the show. Nobody likes Miranda. I I like Miranda. Uh, Carrie's annoying as fuck. She's not cute. They gave her way too much. 
Charlotte is. Oh, she looks like a witch to y'all too, right? She looks like a foot. Okay. Like a foot with a bunion. I know these white women, like as the cast, I know what the cast photo looks like, but as y'all are giving them name and title, I'm like, hmm, which white woman is that? The main, the main one. Okay. 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 That be dressing. Yeah. Now the bitch be dressing, but she's poor, but still has money. And I just understand that whiteness is working. Um, and then Charlotte's annoying trying to be perfect patty all the goddamn time. But bitch, you was ready to have a threesome, but you won't suck dick. What's going on? That, um, no, that makes perfect sense. I'm that sounds hundred- like that sounds like all of Twitter. I don't want to suck dick. Sucking dick is not for me. I have TMJ. Well, my joke with weep um is that if you notice, I'm sitting very elevated. Uh, my mother in the room that I sleep in has purchased a loft bed for my nearly 30 self in this room. So I have been climbing in and out in the middle of the night of a loft bed. It's like a bunk bed with no bunk on the bottom. So I just have been climbing in and out of this bed uh, to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. All of my bones hurt. Uh, It's very uh, aerobic and acrobatic. Um, And I'm going to stop saying something about it because I don't want her to like feel bad. But like this bed is stressing me smooth the fuck out. Like I feel like I'm too heavy for it. So when I move around in the middle of the night, I feel like I'm going to careen into the floor. <laughs> It'd be creaking. It'd be creaking. And I feel like one day all of the nuts and bolts are going to get out. And I'm going to cartoonishly smack into the basement. It's going to be like on Step Brothers. Yes. I feel like, yay, more room for activities. And then I'm going to fall through the fucking floor like a, um, like a cartoon character. So that's where I'm at. Um, I'm realizing that I need to exercise more because my bones and body are just, I was trying to, okay. So I put on my favorite fashion Nova jeans, which I haven't put on since before the pandemic, right? They barely buttoned. I think they, they were so difficult to button just to be like, Hey bitch, you're pushing it. Right. So I put the jeans on and then I bent down to tie my shoes and I was breathing hard. Like I had to take a break in between shoes to catch my breath. So like I tied one shoe. It was like doing a burpee, but tying your shoe. Like I had to bend down, tie my shoe, get back up, take a breath, and then tie the other one. And my abs hurt while I was doing that. It be them titties. They gotta be them titties. Got to be if you think about it. It is. They do. I, there's a lot of weight on my shoulders, both literally and figuratively. Um, but I also just like really need to lose weight. I be, um, giving myself like benefits of the doubt because I love my shape. So I'll be like, I really don't care how much I weigh because, you know, I think I'm sure. The body's there. The ass is getting ate. Yeah. It's just, and who gives a fuck, right? Uh, but I was looking at my body today and I was like, you know what? You still look good, but you really are pushing it, ho. You, You you really are pushing it. We are here. I ate a four for four yesterday. I'm not proud of it, but I was stressed out. I had a headache for this. I was on the third day of having a headache. I left the doctor. Y'all go to the doctor. If it's something small, go. Just if you have the insurance, fucking go. Because I learned some shit about myself at the doctor yesterday. Thank God for black women and black doctors. She was super patient with me and listened to all my problems. But it just turns out like one thing was causing another thing, which is causing another thing. And it's like, wow. Go to the doctor, take your fucking medicine, take care of yourself. Because what the fuck? But, um. I was stressed out, so I had me a fofofo. I had a double cheeseburger, and that shit was uh, fucking amazing. I don't even eat that much. It just be like, I be fucking potatoes and chips and all that shit up. I am so upset that people have forgotten that Trey Songz is a weirdo. 
because Listen to them like bro it's just dick y'all like y'all are never gonna fuck Trayvon like, you know what just on the one hand like I understand that it's big horse monster dick I get that but on the other hand like the nigga's a weirdo and this is why we will never be free we'll never, we'll never be free because you know that this man was taking people's phones and basically kidnapping them and peeing on them without their permission and now all of a sudden you see a little cock on the TL and you you got amnesia I just don't. And then he's being very cornered about corny about it all day. He's he, corny. He, he, you know what? He's 36. You 30, 36. And the nigga cannot sing live. I'll never get over that. I went to his concert at Georgia State. I was so excited because I wanted to hear the little slow motion song. That nigga sound like he is singing full voice inside of a Maytag, baby. That nigga cannot sing at all. Ooh. He sounds like Trey Songs. Live sounds like he's in a fucking spin cycle. Like somebody put that nigga in a blender. Chris, y'all can't sing live either. That's why I hate when like people try to argue with me. It's like, look, I've done the work. I've been a fan for a very long time. I bought the albums when no one else did. I paid my own money on my own credit card as a college student to see this nigga live. Not impressed. I want them to stop comparing Chris Brown to Usher, or I'm gonna have an aneurysm. Better that than Michael Jackson. Y'all saw that big ass dick. That's what we were talking about when you disappeared. Trey Song's biggest. No, that's not Trey Song's. Not the, other nigga, the other guy that started the, the dick wars in the timeline, you know, because I'm a kept woman now, I can't really talk like I want to. But this is my platform, girl. Don't don't you don't you uh reverse my man, my man, my man. No, that's big ass dick. I was floored. I no, said, no, I saw that, and dick. I was like, he's got all that dick gonna go. What is it even for? Not up in here. I thought he had a Sam's Club summer sausage. Is just- that an ass cheek tally? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. This is how we potting. <laughs> this I'm is sorry. how we potting. My bad, y'all. I forgot that y'all. I forgot that it sit up by my head. Remember when uh they had Jill Scott laying on her side in that Tyler Perry movie, and her ass was above her head <laughs> when she was uh when she drove up there to meet her husband in the in the snow. It's the weather Sheila was driving. In. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I Tyler Perry, no, he wrong. Jill Scott ain't never been that big. Put that damn fat suit on her, had her ass sitting above her eyebrow. I was That's so mad. Goodness. I refuse to go back and watch that movie because I'm like, I'm not going to play with Tyler today. That's a big-ass lemonade. I know it's good. I know. It looked good. She drank it like it was good. It's raspberry. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It is scrumptious. Um, you know what? I enjoyed Why Did I Get Married? I saw like the first like at least eight Tyler Perry movies in theaters like that Friday. At least. Well, what was the most awkward movie experience you ever had? Like, just like Ooh. you didn't know what a movie was gonna be, and you saw it with somebody you shouldn't have, and you saw it in like a weird circumstance. Does anybody have that? My worst movie experience: my 16th birthday because I was pregnant with my son, and uh, his white dad took me to see Freedom Riders. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since. I do not fuck with Freedom Riders. Jesus, not Freedom Riders. Mm-hmm. Lauren. Your life is just really like happy birthday. Whenever I think I have it all down and I'm I'm I have it all packed up in the I'm like I've done it. I understand Lauren. And then there's just another layer and, and like, she goes boom. It's like it was oh. crazy because I don't remember Freedom Riders being a bad film, but it was just like seeing that white woman save niggas. I'm with a white man, he's ruining my life. <sighs> What about you, Mel? You had any weird movie experiences? How can I follow that up? Um, not something. I'm trying to think of awkward movie 
experiences. Um, I had, okay, oh God. I feel like I do have one, but I can't necessarily remember it. But I do want to have a terrible one. Um, when we went to go see Sparkle, the remake in 2012, it oh. probably was the worst movie experience I may have ever had in my life because the level of niggardry in that audience was so bad. And then on top of the movie already being terrible, and I'm upset because this is Whitney's legacy. And this is what she left this earth with. And y'all got Jordan Sparks and that light-skinned girl and Mike Epps and Whitney on here in her last feature film. And this is terrible. And then the audience was so ghetto and they were like talking to the screen. And then someone Did you see it at Stonecrest is my question. No, we saw it at North Lake. North North DeKalb. Ew. That AMC. It's the closest AMC now. That's what, I don't even know how that movie theater still open. Anyway. So, and then somebody got kicked out for talking. She's like, well, Whitney Houston just died though. And that was her justification for talking throughout the entire movie. Hilarious. Oh, and then we went and saw the Tyler, the last Tyler Perry movie, last, no, well, 2019. That was very ghetto too. Same theater. We ended up calling corporate. I had free stuff from AMC for the rest of the year. Oh, Lord. I think my, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I think I've had two weird movie experiences. Both have been with my grandmother. Uh, the first one was whenever Talladega Nights came out, which is my favorite movie uh, in the entire world. I don't think either of us knew what it was about. We both saw that Will Ferrell was in it and was like, perfect. And neither of us thought that the other person was going to laugh so hard. And that was one of the best bonding experiences I've ever had with my grandmother because she was laughing at all that inappropriate shit. And my grandmother is the churchiest church, hold my mule while I pray, covered in the blood of Jesus Christian. And that was the most hilarious shit I'd ever seen. And then also we saw that Temptation movie by Tyler Perry together where the lady got all the AIDS. And we didn't know it was going to be sex in that movie. And she was like, I'm ready to go. And I was like, well, we're here now. We bought the tickets. And I watched Tyler Perry sex on screen with my grandmother next to me. So that happened. Uh, I think, okay, I have a similar grandma story. So it's two. We went to the movies to see me and my dad's mom to see Not Another Teen Movie. And we were the only ones in the theater. Me, her, I guess my dad and my sister. And she was so funny because we were the only ones in there. She went down the aisle with the popcorn and it was like fake asking the fake people for some, y'all want some? Y'all want some popcorn? Y'all want some? But it was like nobody there. I just remember her doing that and that shit was so funny. And then we went and saw The Sweetest Thing. With the come stain on the dress? Yes, we didn't know what we were coming into either. But I was like eight. So I didn't get half the jokes, but the jokes I did get, I laughed. So like the come, I was like, well, what? what's on the dress? What is it? I'm confused. It took me years and I was like, oh, good time. I went with my mama to see Precious and she made us leave the theater because she said it was too much cussing. She said, this is too much. Get up. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> It's precious was funny. We was in a theater. Me and my sisters and like, ah, 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 laughing, and everyone was looking at us like this is terrible. We was in there like Bleh. that lady stormed out the theater. She had had enough. <laughs> my mom was <laughs> up early, and I'm looking stupid, like picking up my fucking kids pack, spilling it all over myself. Like, but I like the kids pack. It's the perfect amount of popcorn, perfect amount of juice. And I used to love the kids pack. I still love the kids pack. I, you know, movies are a thing of the past, but I do still love the kids pack. In the blog era, do you guys remember a website called youknowyoudeadasswrong.com? No. Mel, no. you 
on the internet clicking any and fucking everything you could find that was messy and bullshit. Like I, just, I would not be surprised if Melanie ran like Lipstick Alley or The Shade Room or some shit like that. No, one of the very last times I got on punishment as a teenager, um, my dad was still alive. I was in 11th grade and I got in trouble because I made a blog and they told me I couldn't make one, but I did it anyway, like a blog spot. And it was popping. I got Kid Fury to post it on his blog roll. I had some traction, bitch. And my parents found it. I got in so much trouble. They took my laptop and it was just like, damn. I, I got in trouble done. for making a MySpace. Huh? I got in trouble for making a MySpace. I was Curly J from the A and I did not know how to delete history on a computer or use a proxy site. So I just closed the thing and my stepmom, I didn't know she was so internet versed. So she checked the history, which she wasn't even looking for me. She was trying to catch my dad and some shit. I was just a byproduct. And um, yeah. Curly J from the A. So here's what happened. If you see pictures of me from middle school, I wore my hair natural. It was big and curly. I was the only girl in my grade besides my two friends that wore natural hair. So I was Curly J. That's back when people called me Jasmine, even though I asked them not to. And um, Curly J from VA, that was me. I mean, I can't talk. I was Brian's girl, 94. Who the hell is Brian? You don't even know, do you? You feel really with Brian? Early. Brian from B5. All I do oh, is think no. of <laughs> Yes. That was my screen name from like 2005 until 2008 on everything. So if you look up Brian's girl, Brian's with a Z, G-U-R-L, 94 or 27, if 94 was taken, it's your girl. Like my YouTube, if you look at my YouTube URL with all my subscribers, it's Brian's girl, 94. I just have to change the display name. <laughs> Very, I got uh, got in trouble also for using AIM in the 10th grade because I was talking to niggas in California. And that's during the jerking era. So I found one of the niggas from the jerk crew, Go-Go Power Rangers. And I couldn't get the big, the leader of the group, but I found one of the third string jerk niggas that I could sink my teeth into. His name was Randy. I hope he's doing well. I have no idea what happened to that nigga. But he was my king. He was you, you uh, both of y'all, I know that I'm the one to talk, but y'all have had such storied pasts. Um, you know, I think that that's what's important about this podcast. Everybody brings something different. You know, but between the two of y'all, I am consistently surprised. I didn't talk to nary a jerk nigga. So that is, that is specific. <laughs> Mel, I didn't even have me. Um, I got in trouble um, for cussing my MySpace. Um, I also used to use, you remember on MySpace, you used to be able to like write the little fake ass blogs. Sometimes I would use it to write <laughs> I was going to beat up. Oh, just going on to school, like who had me fucked up and where specifically. So everybody could kind of see where I stood because I just felt like that was some solid shit to do. So I did get in trouble for that. I got in trouble for showing my breasts on MSN Messenger. On my oh, my page. word. As you should have. I don't breast, breast I, it was like I'm, we had started with belly buttons and stuff it was so low level we were playing video chat truth or dare whore and online oh, okay with did anybody want to see a minor titties bro it was with the boys from other bases though so it was like other bases it only goes so far because once I I mean even if you told everyone on base because you're not the only nigga on this base I'm talking to like y'all it's a click of niggas some of y'all know each other some of y'all don't y'all all play basketball at least once a week together 
I like my niggas to be loosely related. You know, I like a community. It takes a village to raise a Lauren. So, um, yeah, I was in the midst of doing that. And one of my parents, my mom came home and really just embarrassed me, continued to shout at me while I'm still on MSN Messenger. Like, so wait, did you walk in while her titties were out? And she's just, I'm, I mean, I'm, my breast, I mean, I didn't really have breasts anyway. So, I mean, it was more scientific than. Well, you're just like, showing like chesticles. I was showing, I had the triangles. I did have the little, the little nubs. I was showing him my fat tits. I so, never had triangles. I had triangles. So I was showing those. <laughs> Still got triangles. Yeah, flipping the fuck out. I'm trying to hang up messenger. It's not disconnecting. <laughs> she's not, she's, man, do y'all know? I didn't have, when I went to college, my parents bought me a laptop. They went out of their way to get one of the two laptops left that didn't have a webcam. Like, I was <laughs> no, like, this is, we're past it. We're past it. Oh. And my dad, my, I'm looking at him like, in their defense, you would have for sure been showing your titties. But you, you, my dad was not there when I did it the first time. Don't step in like he was there. But you know what? <laughs> I think the thing about that is they had to present like a united front, like, so that everybody knew that they were not supporting the bullshit. I remember when I was in middle school, my dad and my stepmom came up to the school because there was this boy in this class. He was always fucking with me, but in a way that like when I responded, it seemed like I was fucking with him. He was very quiet about it, but he was just saying like foul shit to me, just like whispering it in my ear at class. So my teacher heard me tell him like, bitch, I'll kill you. <laughs> and Mr. Mason called my dad. I was like, yeah. Jasmine threatened to kill Drew <laughs> and my dad and my stepmom came up to the class and was like the next time she threatens to kill any of you we're gonna beat her in front of this class oh, <laughs> like, oh my god just, just straight up they were like we're gonna stomp her out right <laughs> up here the next time she threatens to kill any of you it's not funny because I'm sure they did it but it's funny <laughs> I was like, no. And even when they were doing that, I was like, he's fucking with me. And they're like, shut up. And I'm like, no, he's bothering me. But why do black parents like doing that? You know how many public whoopings I've seen in my life? Like this boy named Desmond got his ass whooped at the church when I was a kid. It was like a public, like, you know, like in the um, like Game of Thrones and shit, like them public shamings and shit. Public Everybody knew Desmond's getting a whooping at the church. And it was like in the driveway of the church. It wasn't a, like our church wasn't like a big, big church. So we all knew. We all stood outside like it's happening. She made him go get a switch in front of everybody. And he held his hand out and she whooped him with a um switch in front. Nobody stopped it. We all just watched like, oh. <gasps> go ahead. Have you ever got my only like public whooping? And it wasn't even too public. It was only three of us there, but it's probably one of the most like humbling moments of my life. This really formed who I am as a woman. So basically when I was living in Japan, we were staying in these towers. So it's basically tall ass apartment buildings, whatever. So in this early period, the young niggas, you would go up to the top of the like ninth floor of the stairwell because obviously nobody's walking down the stairs from the ninth floor. And that's where niggas would kick it at and be gross and mangy. So one day I just so happened to be up there with this nigga. I don't even remember what we were doing. We were mid something. My mama came up the stairs, just was at the ninth floor. She beat my ass from the ninth floor to the third we lived on. We walked down six flights of steps where to beat my ass and talking shit the whole way down. That nigga sat up there and listened to me get cussed out for six flights of steps. So <laughs> fuck you wherever you are, bitch, because you could have really just got off the ninth floor. Like we left. 
Um, but yeah, th- it, you know what? This is why I don't like niggas. Like I was met with negative reinforcement. Like <laughs> anytime you're around them, something bad will happen. I don't know why Nicki Minaj hasn't changed because we have the same, well, not the same, but you know, we have a similar problem that niggas just- I never got whooped publicly, but so my house growing up in the house that we had when we lived in Stone Mountain was like the most prominent yard in the way that like it was the one that kind of like jutted out into the street. So anything happening in the front yard, our driveway was on a hill. Just like our house, for some reason, was the house that like stuck out. Wasn't anything remarkable about it. It was just there. So the family had implored my dad to stop beating me. He kind of took it under advisement. He was like, maybe, maybe not. So I had gotten in trouble for something. Um, and he had like made me do this before, but it was like under the cover of darkness. It was like at night. So nobody could like really see. It was like when the sun was setting. But um, I had gotten in trouble and my dad was like, and I have allergies. He's like, go out in the yard. It's summertime. Pull up those weeds and cut the grass. And I was like, you could just hit me. <laughs> and he was like, no, go out there in the yard. They told me to start hitting you. Pull up them weeds and cut the grass. So at the time, my grandfather was staying with us. So I'm in the garage calling my dad all types of black bitches. And I can't wait to move out of this motherfucker. And this nigga's an idiot. And I hate him all types of shit. And my granddad smoked cigarettes, but he wasn't allowed to smoke in the house because of my stepmom. So I did not know that outside of the open garage door was my grandfather smoking a cigarette. And this is when I learned the lesson that if you can say some cash shit behind somebody's back, you need to be prepared to say it in front of their face. Because my granddad was like, okay. He was like, I heard you. And I was like, no, you didn't. You're old. You heard nothing. (laughs) And he was like, he repeated everything I said back to me. And he was like, we're going to go in here and tell your daddy what you said. I said, who is this for? What do you gain from this? And he he was like, and this is what he said. He said, if you willing to say some shit behind a nigga back, you need to be able to say it to their face. And I never forgot that. And we went in the house and he was like, tell your daddy what you said. And I was like, well, I called you a black bitch. And my dad was like, oh, oh I'm, a black bitch. I'm a black bitch. And he was like, tell him what else you said. And I said, I can't wait to move out this motherfucker. And I hate you. And you stupid. <laughs> My dad had me working out in that yard from dusk till dawn and all of the neighborhood children came out and this was like the advent of camera phones. So I'm sure people still have grainy ass pictures and videos of me pulling up the weeds like a slave (laughs) on Malvern Boulevard in Stone Mountain. They were pointing and laughing. They were jeering. Children were getting off of buses and like circling my driveway to watch this and that was the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me ever that's some funny shit yep i used to like like that cuss out used to give your parents after they made you mad we was a kid was so ill like i remember like my mom's my mom's name is sadie so i would sometimes capitalize the d-i-e when i wrote her name in my journal Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was getting spicy with her and sometimes oh, her my diary my they sister can. they used to find my fucking diary i used to try to hide it like behind a sofa and shit they would find it every time and like one of my entries is like i officially hate mom i hate my dumb ass sisters like, they suck they they because this is after my sister outed me because i made a gay family on the sims and she told my mom how did you as a heterosexual she well not outed me like that but like you know she didn't have to tell it would it could have been between us because like i didn't have my own computer in sixth grade so i used my mom's computer for the sims and i heard you can make a gay family i never done it before i was like i'll try it let's see what happens 
I hadn't even played the niggas yet. The shit was on the loading screen. I don't know if you ever played The Sims, you know, like the loading screen, like the family picture, then like the little blue boxes light up. So I'm still in the blue boxes. That shit was slow as fuck because we had the big ass fat back computer. My sister mm-hmm. walked in like, hey man, what are you, are those two men? I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, nope. Mm-mm. Those are two men, what are y'all here doing? I was like, nah. My mom, like, if she could have physically snatched the game out of the fucking hard drive of the computer herself with her hands, <laughs> she would have. I was so distraught. So I was, it was a fuck mom, fuck Melissa, fuck Mo show for like weeks. I was pissed. You took my game from me? See, I didn't write anything down because my diary like my parents used to bust in my room. So like (laughs) anything that you had going on in your bedroom, and still like my brother's still living this way. Like my stepmom is the type of person to just bust in your room and be like, what the fuck is going on in here? She's like, she does it like jail when they like look for contraband. Like you ain't even really did nothing. They just turn in your mattress something. I'm gonna find something. So I never really kept a journal for real. I had a tape recorder for a while, but they found that. And uh, it was just my voice saying, fuck the family. So uh, (laughs) that's what I got. I had journals, but my favorite used to be to talk to myself about people. I would be in my room like, these motherfuckers got me fucked up. Who the fuck you think you're talking to? And I would just like pretend they was in there. But I did a lot of journaling. And like, I will say if, looking back on some of like my old journals and some of those little rage bits i wasn't wrong you weren't but see that's the thing and that's why i want to be better for my kids because a lot of the shit that i was upset about i was righteously upset about and somebody should have dealt with that better like was i i remember one entry my mom was scared of frogs and she had pissed me off i don't remember what she did when i went outside to take a deep breath a frog was just right there like, what are the fucking odds? It was like, God gave me that frog. I don't do nature, but I caught that fucking frog. I ran inside and got a cup and a bowl. And I caught that frog and I brought it in the house. And I was like, now it happens. Today's the day. I took it upstairs. I walked into her room. I shook the frog out the bowl. And I closed her door and I walked off. And I stood in the hall and I waited. Like, my mom has gone to therapy about frogs. Like, it's really a thing. Like, she's very afraid. Like, And, you know, thinking back, she could have had a heart attack. And I would have been devastated. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you tried to kill her with the frog I was so up. you have to understand like when I saw the frog I thought I was supposed to do it like <laughs> I've never it's had like to it. when they had the fucking lizard shit yeah <laughs> like I'm new- catch it but I waited in the hallway and I <laughs> what the heck? this bitch screaming like the house rattling like you hear feet moving and then <laughs> <laughs> my dad had captured it and I heard her she was like you know, Lauren had something to do with this. <laughs> you thought that was evil. Yeah, my dad was like, no, she didn't. She was like, you think a frog came in the house and hopped upstairs and came in? <laughs> <laughs> she and was I, right. She I, was right. I was standing in the hallway like, that's right, bitch. It was me. Yeah, <laughs> do it again. I used to stick my dad with safety pins when he was asleep because apparently like if you sleep really hard, you can't feel that. So he would like wake up and be like, why do my fingertips hurt? And why do my toes hurt? I was, Wait, I, y'all evil as fuck. I was stabbing this nigga in his sleep. <laughs> I hated that nigga, man. He was so mean. I'm like, why is this person so mean to me all the time? I was like p- pricking his fingertips and his toe pads all night long. Weakening oh. it. 
it's funny like as a kid looking back like or thinking about being a kid torturing your parents it's funny like, even one of my friends shout out to Obi who's telling me about how he used to when he got picked up from school play his band instrument in the car on the way home but like loud it's a four-door car like he in the back on the saxophone like do 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 <laughs> if I was his mother I would have drove off a cliff that would have been the end of our family you know I think I remember it could be bushes like, my dad was asleep and I held his nose <laughs> I wasn't even mad at him. I just did it to do it. You wanted to see what happened. Cause why not? <laughs> I put some clear Windex in my dad's uh, water once. I was trying to kill him. No, bitch, that is homicide. No, for real. I was like, I'm no. sick of this shit. I was like, I'm done with this shit. My stepmom was like, what did you do to your dad? Because we this is at the point where they were about to get divorced. So she was really on my side with shit. She she actually figured out I was sticking him with safety pins and was like, go ahead. And so when he tasted that water and he like spit it out, he was like throwing up and stuff. She pulled me to the side. She said, you don't have to lie to me. She said, what did you do to your dad? I said, I have done nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, you put something in that water. And then she like looked around the kitchen for what I was like should have or could have put in it. And she found the Windex and saw how much of it was missing. She was like, you could go to prison just straight up. She was like, because I was like 16 at the time. She was like, straight up, you're old enough to go to jail. She's like, I uh, understand. <laughs> she was like, don't kill him. Let's kill him. But this ain't it. She's no, like, this ain't the way. <laughs> you see how quick I found the Windex? That's how the APD would have found the Windex. Right. Like, Fucking Olivia would have came in here immediately. Or me or you. We're the suspects. And I feel like being another potential suspect because that's some bullshit because I can't snitch on you. And I right. don't want to do the time. Right. Oh but, my god, y'all got my chest fucking hurting. Oh my god, okay. Murder talks, like right. Oh my god, Lauren, what's your scenario question for the week? Oh my god, and it's so fucking stupid. I just want y'all to know. So <laughs> you got to pick, okay. Oh Lord. It's a click fight. All right. So it's you and two other celebrities. And y'all gotta beat up. Who y'all gonna pull up on? Y'all gotta beat up. Hmm, hmm, hmm. You know, when I think about some of these reality girls, all of them can't really fight. Like, people who want to put Jocelyn, but Jocelyn, don't, you got to fight um, Jessica Dime. She was my person. Okay. <laughs> well, she's only yeah, name my person, too. You have to fight Jessica Dime. You have to fight um, Tommy. Damn, Tommy was my person. <laughs> they disappeared off the board. So y'all always going to have to think about some bitches. Um, it's, it's Jessica, Tommy, and Solange. And God damn it! You're stealing all my people. <laughs> so y'all need to find who y'all three bitches y'all gonna or y'all two other bitches y'all gonna have to pull up. Well, with. I can't call them bitches, but I got it. I mean, okay, y'all about to fight, so call them bitches. Get them riled up. No, it's gonna be uh Megan from Bad Girls Club and my mama because she. Bitch, got I was gonna pick Megan. <laughs> she got my back, so it's gonna be Megan from Bad Girls Club because she does not play. And then, I was literally gonna pick Megan. I'm pissed now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to get it out because I knew you were gonna say it. And then, ow, my foot is cramping. Whoa, wow. God uh, like ugly. That's what it is. Yep. Mm -hmm. And my mom, because my mom literally got my back. So like, period. Like, and that's why I said I can't call them bitches because I don't talk about my mama like that. But I know if, if it came down to it and me and my mom had to fight somebody, my mom would work a bitch. So I'm not even worried. Not even a little bit. I'm going to tell you on my two people and like mine really are stupid. My first one is um, Cuban the doll. Now, some of y'all might say, why would she pick this young bitch that she obviously knows about only because of the teen shade room? And I say, 
because I heard that bitch put somebody in a kennel, and that's some thug ass, wild ass, gangster bitch shit to do. So what? I an unstable. <clears throat> Apparently, she got into a beef with a bitch, and the beef escalated to a point where they had kidnapped the girl, put her in a cage, and shit. I was like, damn, I ain't never beefed that hard. So I definitely, um, because of that, could see her. And also, and my other person is stupid. I would bring um, Woe Vicky because I want to see her get punched in the face. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not bringing her to hell. So what you're saying is once Solange and and Jessica Dime and Tommy eventually murder Woe Vicky, <laughs> you and Shorty who put Shorty in the kennel can take these three bitches is what you're saying. No, this is what I'm saying. Once they beat up the white girl, we'll all have kind of bonded over that. And then it's like, you know what? This bitch also got this crazy thug bitch with her who put a bitch in a kennel. Let's all just smoke a blunt. Well, they don't follow Teen Shade Room to know that she put a bitch in the kennel because I didn't know that. I would be saying it. <laughs> she, put a, <laughs> she, 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 she put a bitch in a kennel. I don't know. Don't fuck with <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing. And you know what's crazy? I followed her career loosely. Like, do you remember there was a video of Six Nine talking about what he was gonna do to somebody? Yes, and then she got up and walked away. That's her. Yes, that's, that's one of my favorite videos because sometimes with a nigga you just have to remove yourself. And she he started. Did. She said, "Oh, got her dog and got the fuck off." Did you see how she got her dog? She put that girl in the kennel. She has a thing with animals. <laughs> she is I'm the real I'm still. I'm drawing blanks, bitch. I, you know what? I'd have to pick. I'm gonna go with the bad girls because we've seen the bad girls actually fight. They just throw drinks and love hip hop. I'd have to go with Nastasia mm-hmm. and the bitch Christina. Which Christina? Christina fights when they burn oh, the weed. And then the, you know they're making a new bad girls club on Zeus, and Christina is on it. As yes. is Megan. Now Megan officially just picked up. You know what? Between um the bad girl T page. Oh, Tammy, Tammy, Ro- Tammy Roman, Tammy Roman. Yes. That's a good one. Dude, no, that favorite bad girls, uh, not bad girls, basketball wives clipping when she gets up and everybody like shifts. Like everybody's like, oh shit. All right. Who is she about to fight? I forgot. Was she she always fight Duffy? Was she trying to fight Duffy, I think? Yeah, but I don't know. See, sometimes I'll be thinking like some bitches get old and remember and remember feel like they're still at their 28, 29 fighting strength. I'm like, some of these young bitches are also strong. Minutes have been kind of quiet because the boy who got whooped in front of church, I've been trying to find him on Facebook and I found him. So, is his like status on Facebook right now? I got whooped in front of church because that's what it's I'm on the mama page and I'm tempted to message her, hey, Miss Redacted, why you beat Desmond like that in front of the church? Because I would ask questions. I really don't like the phone. I don't like, I don't. We're being taken over by robots every fucking step of the way, and everybody's just acting like they don't see it. And I just don't know what to do. I don't know what else to do. Do y'all watch Real Housewives? Which one? Of Atlanta. Um, sometimes I really got into Potomac. I love Potomac, and and you know what? Everybody doesn't like um, Candace, but I do. I like Candace because I like Candace. She used to be friends with that light skinned girl and she mistreated her. And so she's never liked her since then. And all of a sudden, everybody wants to be friends with Ashley now because she had a baby and she's emotional about that old nigga cheating on her. No, I'm keeping the same energy from when the bitch was playing with me season three. And that's just how I feel. But you know what? Here's the thing about Candace and why I identify with her. And actually, my friends say that I remind them of Candace. She's a Sagittarius through and through. She will cry at the drop of a fucking dime. But whatever energy she says she was keeping is what the fuck she's keeping. That's what she means. And will. 
I will. And I really enjoy that about her. That fucking Monique bitch is weird. And fake. And be and like, no, I, all I know is that the bitch think that they're fucking 5G towers and the mark of the beast inside of the mask and the bitch is done. Did she say that? Yes. Girl. First of all, I didn't even know it was that bad. This is, this is, Monique is very, um, I don't know though. She's one of those women that thinks she's better than other women because she has a husband. And he's so disrespectful and strange. He's so weird. But it's like some people, when people work really hard to like, look at how happy we are. I'd be like, them niggas is both miserable and crazy. Just like people that smile too much. I'd be like body in the trunk. Man, I was walking Joe to see the day before I left. And this nigga's just sniffing around the back of an old ass Cadillac. I was like, sir, that is not our business. Let's go. He got the nose on him, shorty. It's probably a body in there. We are on the side. For sure. We are going home. For shizzle. If you think about it, you've probably been around a serial killer, like at least one. Like you walk past and you just didn't get selected for whatever reason. Like, that's really insane. Thank God. I'm glad I didn't hit the requirement. Speaking of serial killers, did y'all watch the new Denzel movie? No. I started it. I'm not done. I, f- I did fall asleep. It was a dark night. It was a cold night. Those two things make me tired. Um, let's get into the topic, y'all. Because we yeah, we've been here for an hour and some change. Seriously. Sitting here just lollygagging. Okay. So we're talking about cold switching this week. Um, how do y'all feel about professionally cold switching? How do you, what's y'all cold switch? Like, I want y'all to talk regular and then I want to hear y'all um, white lady voice. Lauren, I want to hear your white lady voice. Yeah, you go first. Because I've never dealt with you in a professional capacity. So I want to hear it. It's almost as if I don't even know if I can activate it again. Let me put hold my phone to my face. <clears throat> I honestly can't even get it to... I've been unemployed so long. I'm literally trying to do it. <laughs> Hello? Yes, this is Lauren. That's the best I can do right now. That was really hard for me. It's really not far from your regular voice. It's it's not like not you far. I really don't have to do a lot, though. My regular yeah. voice, if I just lean back on some of the dry, bitchy, undertone sarcasticness of it, then it works. It's it's just more upbeat. Damn it. How you doing? Good morning. Yes, absolutely. I Oh, my goodness. I love basketball. <laughs> I forgot that Melanie. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You forgot that what? I forgot that Melanie has uh, seen me be professional before. Um, I didn't remember that at all. I actually blocked that experience out. So all about it. So much has happened since then. Yeah, so much. I can't believe that was basically a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, let's hear your code switching, Melanie's. <clears throat> Mine isn't too far from my regular voice. It depends on like who I'm talking to. But um, hi, yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna get that to you later today. Like it's five, okay? Awesome. Yes. Just want to touch bases with you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I would be amazing for this job. Yeah, white people love to touch a base. And they also make sexual things. They did that was bases too. Like if you think about it. Oh, first base, third base. You know, I Googled it because I've never understood what third base meant. And they said third base is heavy petting. What the fuck does that even mean? It's it's touching the privates. Fingering? Yeah. So first base is kissing. Mm-hmm. Second base is, I think, like shirts, shirts yeah. off. Yeah. Third base is fingering. Yeah. Home run is home the Home run is inserting penis. So pussy eight, where does that go? Is that coming around third? 
I think they weren't doing that when they established that criteria. Because it was never about women's pleasure on the dot. There's no room for women on the baseball field. Exactly. I guess um, like, until that all women's baseball movie came out. And they still didn't come. League of their own. There you go. It was called. There we go. Trivia. Bing, bing, bing. My code switching. Um, I just change a lot of like my language and I use a bunch of like buzzwords that like we repeat in my field. So I'm like, hi, I'm Tally, uh, pronouns she, her, hers. Um, I'm so excited to be working with you today. I want to know who has ba- bandwidth for what. I want to know uh, who has the capacity to take on these projects. Um, and I'll absolutely ping you, you know, later if I have anything else for you. Um, I just wanted you- to flag this really quick. <laughs> I just wanted to flag this really quick for you. Um, just making sure, that, you know, it's on your radar. Um, but we're really at critical mass right now. So I'm really excited to just be pushing forward. And yeah, let's do this. So that's my, so funny. I lo- you know, what I love to do uh, when I had my internship in New York, I loved fucking with my white coworkers and like, cause I, I was obviously black with my Afro and stuff, but I'll be like, yeah, did you guys have new Jonas brothers? Oh my God. It was so good. So yeah, my screen name actually used to be OMJ. It's Melanie, like all oh my Jonas. Yes. So it actually was my email and everything. I love the Jonas brothers. Yes. <clears throat> Just saying all kinds of stuff. They'd be looking like, no, and like I- when, I'm, when I'd be at my desk, I'd listen to like, white stuff like Hannah Montana and shit just to throw them off like so they couldn't figure me out and I was like yeah this was autumn years and then white schools do because I'm not lying right on this current job uh we had a meeting at 9 a.m and this wig had a middle part and then on my lunch break I decided to cut a bang in it but obviously like white people think the hair on your head is your hair so I cut a bang in this wig and then the lady was like I didn't have a bang this morning and I was like yeah I cut one on my lunch break and she was like I'm not gonna lie to you that's super fucking chaotic and I don't know how to feel about it she's like you got a real chaotic energy going on didn't know that about you uh but cutting bangs on your lunch break is super fucking intense and I was like you know what I'm glad you know, you know for white women cutting bangs is just such a monumental experience it's like you guys I'm cutting bangs what you're cutting bangs yeah. so you to do that on your lunch break is like oh this bitch nuts right she didn't even have a ceremony. Right. I didn't even like burn the hair or anything. Oh my God. I bet there's a Sex in the City episode about bangs. I'm sure I'll get to it. Probably. Soon. I'm sure you'll come to it. Anything that is just like traditionally and typically white, Sex in the City has a. I mean, black people don't even exist in that universe. Like I've seen three black women. Speak. Oh no, you'll get to the black woman episode and it's going to make you mad. So just oh no, I've seen the clip on Twitter. I'm not looking forward to that. Okay. I am going to give this show another try once I get my $9.99 worth from CBS All Access. <laughs> I'm going to tap back into it because I do. It's an easy watch, honestly, because the episodes are only 30 minutes long, which I didn't even know. I thought it was an hour show, but it's a very easy watch. I look in, I started yesterday and I'm on season two, episode seven. That's what happened with me in Shameless. I'm caught up on Shameless. I've seen every episode they have available. I, it's a, it's a great show. Did y'all watch Bridgerton? Because it was amazing. I'm going I can't to- get into it. I've tried like three, four times. I'm like episode three and it has not, like, you know, that moment in the show is like, this shit is good. I have not had that moment yet. The I, show I, is so amazing. I love it. I'd be so high. And I need to be like less high so I don't fall asleep or get like too cozy because I need to pay attention to that. So I'm, I've been watching stuff. I could fall asleep to a lot of Bob's Burgers. I yeah. Know. I fall asleep to Shit's Creek because I watched it through already. Yes. Oh, I love Shit's Creek. That show is so good and it's one of those it's like um the good place it was like a show that i wasn't watching and then i randomly just started watching i got addicted 
listen those are some i haven't watched the good place i need to it's really funny it makes my heart smile it's warm listen one thing we're gonna talk about on this podcast is shit we watched period okay because we said fuck the topic (laughs) do y'all code switch on your parents like do your parents know the real you or do they know like another version my parents absolutely know the real me just straight up um i have a hard time being any different than i am uh and my parents do also like my my both of my parents are very authentic people um so i think that i kind of got that from them i've never really seen my parents like be fake or like have a different personality or talk a different way around anybody so i don't think i do, I, I just don't have that bone in me they know exactly who i am i think sometimes i'll say some like foul shit or something nasty around my parents and they're like ah but besides that they know who i am um my parents know the closest version of me I would allow them to get to know if that makes sense because there's just some stuff I'm not going to sit there and be like yeah so you know the other day we was so I had to strap right like no but you know that I like dealing with women shit like that like um and mostly not even because it was like super sharing it's things like I went to jail so they knew I was out at the very least fighting you know they caught me doing this so it was just like there was no point in being secretive. And then I'm also very like myself. It's very hard to keep me. I'm an oversharer. Can't be tamed. I can't. I'm a, I'm a Mustang, baby. It is what it is. Yeah. My mom knows me very well because like, you know, the whole we we all we got. So since she's like my only parent, like I have no choice but to like, and I live here as an adult. So it's like, you know, my whereabouts, you know, I'm leaving the house at 1145 PM on a Friday. I'm getting some penis, ma'am. So yeah or like when I have like <laughs> when I have my little vaginal crises she's usually the first person I go to like mom my coochie's being weird look obviously I had some sex so I shouldn't have had sex with you know not an STD obviously just a little pH imbalance you know and she has to know that hey yeah someone put their tongue there and it may have been a little icky or something like that I, you know I'm just hypothetically speaking yeah you just spitballing here yeah i'm just spitballing here um but like even with my foolishness or even like with my current boyfriend she knows i be hunching but i'm safe you know i do things i'm on the pill you know well i try not to like talk to my parents about like sex and stuff like i might say something like every now and again but i don't really speak to my parents about my my sex life that's not something we talk about my mom is actually considering my mom being an old church lady She's actually very not open. I ain't gonna be like, girl, because when I tell you I swallow that thing, like I'm not gonna be like that. I would hope not, because your mom is so sweet. She, yeah, sweet, yeah. She's like as sweet as I am, and which is not very sweet, but she's like cool. I don't know, but she's sweet to other people because people are like, oh, your mom's so nice. I'd be like, where? Like my mom is like, I don't know, because I wouldn't describe myself as sweet either. That's not like a, a dig at my mom, because it's like we just not nobody over here is sweet in my family <laughs> nobody we, we don't have candy in our purse we do but like not like that um but yeah like i'll just be like talking and make a funny and she'd be just like just nasty and then she'll like blame it on my dad's side of the family and i'd be like girl it's y'all side too and then like we'll laugh about it and then go on but she knows about the you know not in the details she doesn't know like i enjoy analingus but she knows like i just be out if i like um <laughs> my mom sex it's just even if I if my mom ever made like me and my mom just got to a point where she'll make little jokes about smoking weed like sometimes like she said something like oh you're gonna go for you're gonna 
go for a walk <laughs> it's not even like like that time so we just got into the weed thing being cool sex I think my skin would crawl because she just she's just very um and she's not approved I think my mom as far as she knows the last time I had a vagina was when I had Jay outside of that it fell off zipped up threw away <laughs> As long as she, there's no more grandkids popping out of it. And thank God. So she's good to go on that end. She's like, hey, she stopped getting pregnant. That's what I do. I'm now. not asking any more questions. It's been a good 10 years. My mom is still like, when I, we watch things together, which is like on accident or like some sort of forced family activity. If there's a sex scene, I still get uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to start talking to me about Christ. Like, oh God. I have one of those parents. Anytime anything happened on the screen, well past the point where it made sense to be doing like I'm like don't you know you don't need to be out here you know doing crack like can we please just watch the five heartbeats and be quiet um but yeah my mom's pretty surprisingly cool about like when I told her she cried when I got my belly button pierced but when I told her I was having sex she was like okay it was like the weirdest thing mm. so my mom's pretty cool about sex I'll give her that definitely she's gonna be like fake judgmental and be like child I ain't drinking after you but like She'll be cool about it. I, I, I always wonder how my dad would react to me being sexually active. Because he, like, my first boyfriend, he wasn't really fucking with that. So I can only imagine if I'm coming home at 3.45 in the morning, bow-legged, he probably would have took my car keys, even at 25. When I stay with my grandma, she was just like, if you stay out past this time, you need to make sure you with a nigga that you can stay where you at. Like she, she was just like straight up. She's like, if you're not dealing with somebody that you can't stay tonight, then you don't need to be dealing with them. She's like, because what you're not doing is coming in here at two thirty in the morning. That's not happening. Well, I want to sleep on an air mattress, so I was just gonna have to just come on home at three forty five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather get back on twenty for thirty five minutes than sleep on that. I just um, don't want to lay next to a nigga I don't like. I just, mm mm. Mm. I think my nail broke up under here. Oh god. Um, we're not gonna claim that. Yeah, we let's let's hope for the best. But what about like code switching around like men? Like whether you're working or whether you're just like in certain settings, like do you change around men? The way that you speak, the way that you move, like how does that work for you? Um, I hate when bitches do that. <laughs> Let me just say that now. I hate when bitches do that. Like even with me, I talk to my boyfriend like this. Like I talk to everybody who knows me like this. Or I mean, I may be a little more, you know, sweeter to him, but like, you know, obviously. But yeah, bitch, be like, yeah. So anyway, hey, how are you doing? Like my name is like, all right, bitch. Like, what the fuck? You was not talking like that before that nigga walked over here. I think that because of how my normal speaking voice is, um, and just like generally how I'm discussing things, I can be seen as like argumentative or combative. So sometimes in certain situations, I'll try to like, not necessarily lighten my voice in that weird ass way that people do, but I'll try to make sure that I'm not appearing that way if it's beneficial to me to appear softer or more feminine, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Because I, I know that my personality can come off as abrasive. And I know that when you're dealing with like certain type of men, like it's just really no getting through to them if you are being like super strong. Um, but I will say that, like, I know that I code switch around like strange men on the street that I feel oh. like in danger. Like, I definitely will become more polite so as to avoid being killed. 
Um, that definitely happens. But for the most part, you know, I'm myself. I'm, I'm, unless it's advantageous to me to change the way that I'm speaking, normally I'm just myself around me. I will say in doing comedy, I have started to try to make myself less like emotionally reactive um, just because people like to pretend that being emotional or taking stands on things is a weakness. And I've really definitely noticed that in comedy clubs where like you just don't want to put up with some shit or you're being treated unfairly and then you bring it up and then like then you're the problem or people don't want you in green rooms or not necessarily just me. I've heard these experiences with other ladies. So just trying not to be so emotionally reactive, but it's also a thing where like, am I selling out other female comedians by trying to just like disguise my emotions or my stance on whatever's happening, you know? So it's a, it's twofold in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to play the game or you drive yourself crazy. I'm learning that too. Cause like, I can't block everybody. Like sometimes it's like, okay, like you just have to have a middle ground. Other than, if it's not, if it's not something that's just blatantly, you know, ridiculous. Yeah. So I, I get it. I mean, in, in the comedy clubs, you just gotta fake like one of the boys so you don't drive your own self crazy and just. And you can't dismantle the game if you're not playing it. You know what I'm saying? Like to an extent, it's like a constant navigation of a fine line because it is a boys club and it is whack as fuck. And you do have to find like a way to be yourself. And also like there are these boundaries that I'm not going for, but also like it is a creative space. So, and these are also creative people in there, even if it's just on a, stupid nigga level some of these are stupid well they are all technically stupid nigga creative so it's like just picking and choosing out what things that really start to rile you up because at this point now man them niggas be saying shit back there it won't even elicit a reaction for me i will continue scrolling twitter probably talking about how ashy and crusty they are or i'll play you know i play a lot of storybook games on my phone but i really will just like emotionally remove myself from it because it is very like it's a constant balance and it's a constant deciding within yourself and it's not going away. It's not going anywhere. We're not going to, this just the course of humans. Like we are going to hold people accountable and like y'all need to fucking chill, but are men and these people going to magically stop being gross altogether? No. Are some of these conversations still going to be irritating? Absolutely. Are, do we in some, on some levels have to let them just exist and speak? Yes. So I just stop listening to them. I think I get more frustrated and I've had this happen to me a couple of times, not even just comedy, but in comedy, but also like in politics, I'm learning that there are definite uh, threads between the boys club and politics and the boys club and comedy. Mm -hmm. And the most irritating thing to me is when I walk in a room and I feel like either nothing was being said or a normal ass conversation was being had. And then I walk in a room and everybody starts talking about everything inflammatory and incendiary to try to get a reaction out of me because I'm the woman in the room. That is frustrating to me because you know what, bitch, I came here to do a job just like you came here to do a job and you could have shut the fuck up talking around me or to me. But it seems like there are certain men in industry uh, on both ends that get a pleasure out of talking about something that they know will make women feel uncomfortable or unsafe. They and get it's a hard like, on from that shit. They do. Yeah, and it's very upsetting. But that's why I refuse to give them a lot of the times the reaction, like, because it's like, that's what you want. You want me, you want to see me in here upset. So, because it's, it's for you a power as well or control. Like, see, this bitch can't handle it. She over there getting mad, crying shit. And like, to me, I'm like, but I'm also smart. I will fucking embarrass you a whole nother way. I don't even, listen, what's really going to happen is we're going to start going back and forth and I'm going to make you look stupid, especially in this comedy space. Because niggas, one thing niggas cannot stand 
is having a woman make them look dumb. The can remember that time we was in the green room and the nigga with the fake teeth said something to me, and I got back at him and he didn't know what the word meant. So it was like this isn't even fun for me no more. Like you're dumb. Was I there? Was it you? Maybe I know. I know Lauren and Randy were there, right? Mm-hmm. No, then I wasn't there. Fake teeth with the big fake teeth and, and the borderline underage girls with the bikinis on in the wintertime. That's the thing. Like, that's what them niggas want. So, like, when you get back with them, and a lot of the times I'll say this, I've noticed that um there are some of them that when you do get right with their ass, that'll be like, oh, man, you cool, and they'll leave you the fuck alone forever after that. Like, all right, I don't want to do that shit again and be embarrassed. I'm going to just be cool with the bitch. It's, it's so, it's a really crusty thing, but it, they're, they're not going anywhere. So I just try to learn how to live happily among them. I can't wait till the robots come forward and end my suffering. Oh no! Aliens, honestly, the aliens are here. And do you know there's a um, there was a thing, I can't remember. It was on the news, and I, that's all I remember about it. But they um, some guy that's like really big in some whatever the fuck was like the aliens have been here, and everybody knows we just didn't tell y'all, and it just came and went like a poot in the night, like nobody gave a fuck about it. But at this point. Like, so let me explain something to you about shit that's not my business. Um, so we talk about like dinosaurs and shit. Right? I was thinking about this the other day. When I was in school, the science teacher who taught about animals said that Komodo dragons were about as big as cats, right? I said, cool, I can outrun that. You know, I can get away from that. Mm-hmm. I saw a near human sized Komodo dragon eat a full monkey without chewing the other day on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you know what? dinosaurs exist they're still here and it's not my business they're like oh dinosaurs were extinct no they're not because we still got crocodiles and alligators and apparently six foot komodo dragons not my business the dinosaurs are all in the water now and that's why they have and i believe it like would y'all man would y'all rather have to stay a year at like you have to live and somehow your body adjusts to both environments you could just be out there as you are at the bottom um, of the ocean or no. outer space? Outer space, period. It's the only choice. Because you know what? I wouldn't even be able to like experience like the story mode of it in the ocean because I would get down there and pass away. The, <laughs> first, <laughs> the first shit I saw, I would simply <laughs> expire. Like, <laughs> I would not have a chance. Bro, sometimes I see one of them niggas from Finding Nemo with the light on their forehead. No, that's the one, bro. If I just, you see a light, you're like, oh, thank God I've died. Let me go into it. <laughs> and it's a fucking <laughs> angler fish. You see the fucking teeth? No. No, that's no. Not- when we went, the last time we went to Miami, I swear to God. So you really don't think about what's in the ocean, especially like when you're in like the tourist part of the ocean, like the top part. But we've got a really swimming friend who goes very deep into the ocean. So we're like, okay, we're not pussy. We're going with you. You know, as long as we feel like we can survive, right. we're fine. So we're going like deep out in the ocean. If you look on my last bikini picture on Instagram, it says something aquatic 2020 because something huge and black swam in between me and my friend and we had to swim sprint out of the ocean. And I'm just yelling, it was something, it was something aquatic. It was huge and it was not a fish. It wasn't a whale. It wasn't no shit like that. It was some big, and we thought it was the thing that killed what's his name. It was big and flat. The ocean- it's just not for fucking me in terms of like mystery. Like I want to stay in the part where like it's just my ankles at this point. The only yeah. niggas I fuck with in the ocean is like dolphins. Dolphins are cool. They They're gonna start talking soon and telling secrets. 
I'm cool. With Do y'all that. know that in order to survive sharks, dolphins just randomly beat up sharks. Just the sharks ain't even did nothing. So that's how dolphins don't get ate by sharks. Cause when they see sharks, it's just on site. They just like, in case you was thinking about fucking with me, I'm about to beat your ass. That's how so dolphins, dolphins survive. The you said what? Dolphins are the shit. I love dolphins. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with the fact that everybody, everything in the ocean, when they rub against you, feels snake like. <laughs> like everything because everything wet and long and it's just it's just and then they all have the advantage because like you can't really see in the water like that for real like you can't but not for real i went to the beach with my mom's friend it was like in like 2005 it was like one of them side beaches it wasn't like the main beach or whatever and i saw a wild shrimp that shit was crazy it was clear it was swimming and then like once it saw me see it it buried itself in like a second i was like whoa if you see like those like those kind of animals like crawfish too and shit like that it'll make you like really like not fuck with seafood to the like a real ass person right now y'all seen shark tail my sister she had a baby and then she passed away so now i'm seeing any animal outside of the context of it being food fucks with me like i almost like gay i didn't give up beef but I saw a video of this lady playing a ukulele for a cow and the cow was low key reacting like a puppy. And I had to turn that shit off. I had to turn it off. I was like, there's no way I can give up burgers, but this cow is adorable. This is the cutest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's crazy. No, I'm gonna stop eating cows and shit. But even when I was vegan, like they would try to show that propaganda. Like, look at the chickens, like they have feelings. I feel y'all and that's beautiful. I mean, there's just nothing we can do about how a chicken tastes. You know what I'm saying? Because you shouldn't be so tasty if you don't want to. Well, no, that's bad. That's not good for me to say. But chicken should not be so tasty. I'm a food person. Like, I like food so much. I can't have restrictions on, like, what kind of thing. I was vegan for a period of time, but it was never going to be consistent. I want to eat the rabbit. I want to eat the, you know, whatever the fuck. Like, I want to try it. So I couldn't commit to like not eating meat at all. That's you know what's crazy. underrated and tasty? Duck. Duck is delicious. I had a duck soup at this restaurant on one of the last dates I went, like one of the last super fancy dates I went on. I haven't been on a super fancy date in a while. But the last super fa- fancy date I went on, I had a duck and basil soup. Mm. That shit was ridiculous. Duck does bust. Mm-hmm. On Thursdays, Cracker Barrel has some fried turkey um it's a fried turkey with a gravy on top they also serve it with the breakfast at the cracker barrel it is fucking delicious fried turkey is so succulent and juicy i'm not bro, gonna turkey is the favorite thing things, cracker barrel doesn't get the respect it deserves but they got a couple things in there them big ass delicious ass pancakes them biscuits my nigga now i want some cracker barrel I'm t- who else is giving you your your fucking big ass pancake and you know what not bacon or sausage do you want a piece of catfish yes the apple, dumpling, the apple dumpling at, at Cracker Barrel is some of the best apple pie I have and you know I used to work at Cracker Barrel so I know how they make that shit and honestly it's they don't really do nothing special to it but that shit is delicious mm-hmm. the apple dumpling so good boy it's delicious a lot of that shit is delicious. So, I mean, it looks like a slave ship in there, to be true. Have y'all been seeing all the niggas saying slavery and, like, um, the civil rights movement was staged? No, but I did get called a nigger at a Cracker Barrel when I was working there, and that's why I quit. 
Whoa. That's if you're gonna call somebody a nigger anywhere, it's gonna be at the cracker barrel. I'm pretty sure he thought I just expected it. So when I was like, I quit and I said it to him like it mattered, he was just like, Why? Why I still want my juice. <laughs> like this is part of your job. You get called a nigger. I thought I'd get to call you nigger as part of the experience. Why are you being weird? One day why they call you nigger. Can we call you a nigger the enemy? Can we say nigger on the podcast? Yeah. Like we've been saying nigger. They're gonna censor it. I don't know. I just wonder, like, will we we don't have sponsored, so it really doesn't matter. But they're coming. We're getting sponsored. Yeah. And we need to like do Patreons. Maybe we should start like an OnlyFans. Like, are y'all willing to show your titties for the pot? Yeah. I I've done it for less. I have shown my titties for less. Have I shown my titties in public before? I think I, I'm sure I have. Um, now, I am um I am exhausted. Yeah, let's let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it up then. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm ready to take this wig off. I only put it on for show. I took my wig off. I'm gonna put it back on tomorrow. Yeah, I already put the locks up. So, all right, friends. Well, it's been great. Love y'all. Um, make sure y'all listen and, and tweet and all the bullshit that we like. Write us letters so we have stuff to read. And we're and next week is our one year anniversary. Our one year anniversary of announcing the pod is on the sixth. One year anniversary of the pod itself is on the thirteenth. Hell we're yeah! Crazy next week. Yes, gang, 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 gang. gang Love gang. y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Jokes on jokes.